Hello, and welcome to The Weekend Starts on Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of The Weekend Starts on Wednesday. This is episode number 180. My name is Patrick Arias, and it is great to be joined this evening by the one and only, my co-host, the crowd favorite, Andres the Cavalier King, checking in tonight from beautiful, beautiful Los Angeles, California. Andres, how are you tonight? Uh, I'm well. I'm in the county of LA, in the city of LA, but the neighborhood is Sahanga. So okay. I'm, I'm up at my parents celebrating Grandma's 96th birthday today. So uh, big ups to her. Let me read the bell ring for the 96. There it is. Thank you, sir. Uh, so uh, so that's family and blessings right now. So we're doing the show live. And once we're done with this, I got to go get back to uh, the festivities. So. Okay. All right. Well, we'll make it quick. You know, it's the 180th episode. So people have heard us plenty of times. We don't have to do a super long one. We just want to <laughs> make sure that we get something out there for our listeners. And Andres, um, I understand that you brought in a family member tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's that time of the year uh, where the Kentucky Derby is this weekend. And so every year it seems like we bring in uh, my brother Monty, AKA the Cavalier Prince. Uh, and uh, he's the horse whisperer in the, out of the everybody. So he won, he's won a couple Kentucky Derbies already, just like your cousin Green's uh, predicting master champs. We've got uh, Monty Cavalier Prince predicting horses for it. Uh, the Kentucky Derby. So that is our special guest for the evening. Uh, so long time listener, uh, third time visitor. So Monty, welcome. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me. The Prince is back. That's all I got to say. <laughs> last year, but the Prince is back. He's coming back with a vengeance and we're going to take down Bob Baffert. We're going to take down Brad Cox. We're going to take down everybody. So they're going to get their bank accounts ready. <laughs> well, hey, um, I mean, they got plenty of money to donate to the uh, little people like us. So let's let's try to get some of that money from them this weekend. Um, so moving along to the heroes and headlines, uh, we like to start off every show with heroes and headlines. Let's start with you, Monty, the Cavalier Prince. Uh, you are a guest, so let's uh, have you kick it off. Perfect. Thank you guys for having me again. Hero. Um, Jalen Brown for the Celtics, my Celtics. I'm a diehard Celtics fan. Yes, I know. It's hard to believe. Born and raised in L.A. What? I know. I know. I know. But you know why I make it up? I'm a Dodger fan and a Kings fan. Hockey. So that's how I make it up. But my hero for this week is Jalen Brown. I think he is better than LeBron. I'll just say that out straight (laughs) up. By, by the points, you know, the man, the mask, the legend, Jalen Brown, I love it. He's got the mask. He intimidates people. He doesn't give a flying F about what anybody thinks about him at all. He's a shooter. He goes out, and he comes out blazing. He's incredible to watch. He's probably better than Tatum. Was he, your hero? was he your hero because he won you a bet for yeah. the weekend? Is that why? Uh, yes, of course he's my hero because he won me a uh, player prop. Um, if it wasn't for him, I just laid down all the money for a late player prop. Went off. He had more than twenty points. Uh, he made more than three uh, three three pointers. He went for like four for five, something like that. And he had like four to five rebounds. Can't complain about that. That's that's that to me is perfection. He was <laughs> in the three. So far, 
have yet to see LeBron hit the threes in this playoff series. He so hit a few. He's hit a few. He's maybe hit like two or three out of like five games. Well, I also like Jalen Brown. Um, I really wanted the Lakers to draft him out of Cal, but obviously, you know, he was drafted by the Celtics. And, you know, good good for Boston. They have a really good young team. Um, if things keep going the way they are, I mean, Celtics just tied the series up tonight, right? Yeah. So yes. yeah. Um, congratulations to Jalen Brown for, you know, making a big, big splash, being a big presence. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. Andres can probably tell you this as well. He He's my favorite Celtic because I don't like Tatum either. I think Tatum's – I don't like him. He went to Duke. I can't like Tatum. So <laughs> – uh, Jalen Brown. Now over to you, Andres. Yes, sir. What are your heroes and headlines? So I got uh, two different headlines or stories that need to be addressed. First one is hockey dogs. Let's talk about the hockey dogs in the NHL playoffs right now. Uh, first with Seattle Kraken beating Colorado Avalanche, the defending champs, on the road, nonetheless. Uh, and then more importantly, out of the playoff. Uh, NHL playoffs right now. Florida Panthers huh? knocking off the supposedly greatest regular season uh, team in NHL history with the Boston Bruins. Not supposedly, they were. Yeah. They are. They were the greatest NHL regular season uh, team with the most points scored, blah, 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 blah. Pat, that <laughs> there's a curse, man, for being <laughs> for, for most wins in, in the sports and not, and not winning the championship. It's crazy, but it exists. It means nothing. Uh, so Florida, yeah, so Florida Panthers, you know, I like I like a young scrappy team. Kachuk uh, is that that alpha is that little mighty mouse, the one that you always want uh, on your team, but never want uh, to play against. He's he's a Spitfire kind of player. So the fact that they upset Boston in Boston, huge kudos, uh, and they won last night to to take one game up on the Toronto Maple Leafs. So this is a team. Look out, guys. They might go for it. And I think the Kraken may go for it. I think the Kraken, in my eyes, uh, not only did they beat um, Denver, or sorry, Colorado, but this is the second year in the league and their first playoff series that they've won in the history of the franchise. Uh, and now they take a 1-0 lead in Toronto. I think they win. I, I expect them. They're my dark horse to make it uh, to the finals, in my eyes. So okay. that's what I have. Nice. And then and then on the other side of the coin, the other storyline that needs to be addressed is speaking of record-breaking uh, seasons, how about Halan? Uh, the striker for Man City just broke the single-season scoring record for the English Premier League. He's got 35 goals in 31 games. There's still seven games left in the season, Pat. How many can he score with seven games left is the big question. So he's setting records. They're in the semis for the Champions League. They're, they just took over Arsenal uh, to take – number one in the standings for the English Premier League. Man City's on fire. Halan is just an absolute monster. He's only 22 years old, which is crazy to think that he's just having a dominant season uh, and his first real season in the English Premier League. So the man's a stud. Second season, I should say, in the English Premier League. So those, yeah. those, those need to be addressed, Pat. I wanted the world to know because, you know us, we like to cover everything and everywhere. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Man City, they won the Champions League last year. Is that correct? Or two years ago? Yeah, they won it last year. Yeah, I believe so. If not, within the last two years. So this, if they win it again, this would be Halan's second Champions League trophy? Yeah. And he's 22? Yep. 
Wow. Okay. So he's like the Beatles over there. <laughs> yeah, except he's from Norway and not from England. Well, I mean, in terms of like being like the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah no, you know it. what I mean? Like he can get, do whatever he wants out there. And um, yeah, so we're, we are going to see a new Stanley Cup champion because the Avalanche got kicked out by the Kraken. And um, what is it called when you win the regular season uh, in hockey? The, pre- the, pre- the President's Cup? So the, the President's, President's Trophy? So the President's Trophy is a curse, correct, Monty? Um, if you win it, you can't win the Stanley Cup. Is that what happens? People get eliminated? Yeah, yeah so, something like that. Yeah, it's the curse. There's, there's the curse. There's yeah. If you win the Presidents Cup, you you have a hard time of winning the Stanley Cup. I it's like you can never win both, except the Blackhawks did it back in two thousand nine or eight yeah, or something almost, like that. So yeah, almost twenty years. Ago. It's been a long time. And um, speaking of more heroes, more headlines. Um, I'm going to ha- have us right here. The weekend starts on Wednesday. We are our own heroes for this week's show. Every morning when I wake up. Um, or as part of my morning routine, checking emails and all that, I always check our website to see how many listeners we were averaging over the course of 30 days. And it usually is about anywhere between 150 to 200, right? It comes out to about 50 listeners a week. And this morning when I woke up, I checked and it said 295 listens in the last 30 days. And I closed it out because, like I said, I'm used to seeing about the same number. And then I thought to myself, what the fuck? Did that just say 295? And I reopened it. And sure enough, we've had almost 300 listens in the last 30 days, which is crazy. So it's a huge accomplishment for us. I don't know who these people are. I don't know how they're we're listening. Global. We're global, baby. That's <laughs> it. We're across the world. We're worldwide. Yeah. So- yeah so thank you monty so you know i'm glad that you came on the show monty so you can help us keep the momentum going and um it's a big week it is a big week and another thing that i that i wanted to bring up is um you were talking about halan for man city um how about this on the other end of the spectrum tottenham hotspur another huge english premier league team um they actually lost i think it was last week so we're talking with eight nine days ago they lost six to one and they refunded on the road on the road on the road and they refunded all the supporters so do you know about this story andres they gave them their money back because they got their ass kicked correct yeah they got a beating so bad that the coach said and you know let's just we're gonna we're gonna refund our player i mean our supporters so all all supporting uh tandem fans that went to the game uh, their tickets, they saw could see a free asking, I guess, because they got their money back. <laughs> but hey, uh, I don't know how far that drive was for them or how long the bus ride was because, you know, those hooligans, man, they travel far and wide and uh, they never miss a game. So I forget who it was. I think they lost in, to Fulham or Nottingham, some really weak team that mm-hmm. shouldn't even be in, in competition against them. But hey, any dog has its day, so... Yeah. yeah, but at least they got their money back, so free ass kicking. And um, and then one last headline that I wanted to discuss: it's scumbag adjacent. I can't really call them my scumbags of the night because I really do love horse racing. But since we have Monty on, I just want to hear your speculation, Monty, about um. So in the last two weeks, I believe it was the number um four horses over at Churchill Downs 
died um and these horses died pretty much after racing right so um number one have you ever witnessed something like this and number two what do you think happened to these horses to die um i've, I've witnessed this before uh, a couple of years ago probably about three to four years ago at santa anita um they were having a really big issue with the horses dying on them right after a race um so much so that there's protesters and, and, and the whole thing um i think so you gotta remember i think i think these things start to happen either because they're shooting the horses up with adrenaline or something that that makes them go faster that that wins the race but they're hurting at the end of the race afterwards because it's not natural um i think these horses have way too much money in the sense that the trainers have way too much money to train them to probably care for them um so i think in, in my eyes i think it has to do with shoot, shooting them up um santa anita had a really big issue mm-hmm. this is first time um i think santa anita had like one of the craziest records for horses dying on them i think like maybe anywhere from like 10 to 12 within the year that's a short season i mean a couple months um so that's that's my belief um i could be wrong but i don't think so i think that these horses unfortunately yeah there's some there's some bad apples in the whole thing in the sense that they they just want to win and they'll do anything to win which is he gives us the pretty much expected like you know what what most likely happened and andres gives us the 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 scoundrel the i'm just looking at his, I'm looking at his business baby let's make some money andres is trying to start a start a dateline episode with these horse <laughs> racing at, at, at the end of the day it's all business and it, it's kind of you know it, it breaks my True. heart but it's hard bro i mean it's it's you guys know this i mean it's my favorite sport horse racing and it's it's gonna be if these horses keep dying it's gonna be impossible to get diana to go with me to the santa anita because but that's the thing is i want i i would love to share this 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 love i have i love it bro they used to horse race on my ranch 
you know? And I want to share it with her, but... I know, but these horses keep dying. She's not going to want to go. You know what she told me today? She's like, they should get, they should make, um, you know, why don't you, why don't you let someone ride on your back? See how you like it. And I was like, all right, relax, relax. You know? So it's like, she thinks it's cruelty and it, it is, but I mean, a lot of horses don't die. Yeah. Yeah. Well, horses they get treated they i mean they get the the creme of the creme of training they get fed well they get they get a lot of things they're, they're living better than we are massages when you're normal horses that is, that is for, better than the horses at griffith park for free rides so. <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's you know that was a good transition to scumbag of the night so scumbag of the night my scumbag of the night um just you know pissed me off just completely unacceptable and there is literally nothing that you can tell me about this is nothing's going to change my mind abc came back from commercial or they went to commercial from the knicks game was sunday you, you know what i'm talking and they showed the twin towers in the aerial shot you know when they have a game in la they show like the Santa Monica Pier, or you know, in San Antonio, they show the Alamo River Walk, and in New York City, these assholes show the Twin Towers, like it's a current feed. This is supposed to be a current aerial shot of the city, and this is 2023. And well, because of shit, that's, that's not ABC's fault. The New York City is, is complete trash. It looks like shit. So what are they gonna show? People shooting up and like. That's the greatest shit. Come on, dude. But I also see Pat's point. I hear you. I hear you, Pat. It was 9-11, so. Yes, 2001 was the last time the Twin Towers were up. So ABC slash ESPN, you guys got to do better. Like, you just have to do better. And showing the Twin Towers, I mean, at least show, you know, some, you know, there was, um, show somebody on the street playing the fucking drums or something. Like, (laughs) Show me something else. Show, like, yeah, show me a yellow taxi cab or like a fucking hot dog stand. Yeah, something, you know. <laughs> and then, I mean, this has been this has been beaten home. Like this point has been driven home for a while now. But Dylan Brooks is my scumbag. Just come on, like we all we all know that you can have your opinion and you can be like, you know, I I I don't respect LeBron James because you know, I, he hasn't, he's, he's older now. He's not the same LeBron James. He can talk trash. So Dylan Brooks talking a lot of trash about LeBron James, but at least go to the media and like, take it back and be like, Hey, I was just saying that because like Andres, ask me, pretend I'm Dylan Brooks and ask me a question about now, what do you have to say to LeBron James after his team beat yours? So Mr. Brooks, uh, how do you feel? that LeBron beat you and now you don't have a team because you're being let go. Well, you know, thank you, Mr. Cavalier King reporter. Um, you know, I, I do respect LeBron James, but you have to understand that in the heat of the moment, when he is on the other team that I'm trying to send home, I'm going to say everything I can to make sure that my team knows that I'm confident we can beat them. Unfortunately, we came out, on the wrong side of this series and now we're we're being sent home and we have to prepare for next season you know i just want to apologize to lebron and his family for talking a lot of trash about him 
but it's I said what I had to say because I needed to say it to give my team hope. Something like that, man. Come on. Like, why why say that? You take it back. You probably never took that shit back. You just let it alone. That's it, dude. You, you, you got to walk that path. That's, that's it, bro. But who's going to want him now? I would want him. You'd want him on your team, too. Don't act like you wouldn't. You'd sign up tomorrow, bro. <sighs> nah, he's uh, whatever. But Dylan Brooks, come on. Go, <laughs> don't fun. run from he's the media. Of, you know he's one of those players that's still going to be producing. He's going to get under people's skin. You know he's just a dude. He's... You still want him on your team. The Clippers will get him. I'm perfect. I'm, I'm all for it. I buy a quick jersey tomorrow if that's the case. Yeah. Who's your scumbag of the night, Monty? Uh, boy, this one, this one's, this one's going to drive me crazy because it just happened. So this is fresh for everybody that's listening out there. Jay Tatum. Tatum from the Celtics. Jason Tatum. Okay. He, this guy ruined my parlay. He, I had... <laughs> The most beautiful player prop parlay that you could imagine possible, okay? I had Brown uh, over 21 and a half points. I had Brown making uh, more than uh, – or making two uh, three-pointers. I had uh, Hartford making one block. And then I had Jason Tatum, and I bought the points. He was originally supposed to score at least 28, 27 points. I bought it all the way down to 21 and a half points. And this guy just shifts the bed. He shoots only seven points the entire game. The entire game. And the worst part is that everything else did. But this guy, boy, ooh, biggest scumbag asshole of the night for me. I mean, Pat, you, Andres, and I, we, we could shoot ten points in one quarter. This guy only shot seven points in the game. And he wasn't hurt. He wasn't injured. Care and that to me is, and this is what I'm saying that my hero is Jalen Brown because he is a baller, he doesn't care. He, mm-hmm. he Jason Tatum, you're on my shit list, you're, you're at the bottom. Of the- so, all he needed to score was 21 points, and you would have hit your parlay, yeah, 21 and a half. He was, he was 22 points. Andres Brooks, what do you think? What about I'm gonna call you Andres Brooks because you are Dylan Brooks. <laughs> Just a bunch of smoke and mirrors. That's it. I Flash agree. In the pan. Flash in the pan. I actually lost money on that game too, so I completely agree with you, Andres. I completely agree with you. Flash in the pan, smoke and mirrors, counting <laughs> chickens, whatever you want to call it. Um, the Boston Bruins really choked. So, those are the heroes and headlines for this episode and those are the scumbags of the night for this episode we have one more segment coming up and we will do that just after this break if you enjoy listening to the show please subscribe to us on instagram and facebook just search weekend starts on wednesday you can keep up with all of our stories all of our posts and all of our predictions 
Again, to keep up with all of our action and entertainment, Weekend starts on Wednesday. I have to apologize. We came out strong with the Heroes and Headlines segment, Scumbags of the Night. Our guest speaker, Monty, took the time out of his day to be with us, give us his picks, go over everything for the weekend, and we had technical difficulties. The entire second half of the show did not save, but I am not going to let Monty's time spent with us go to waste. So, recap of what Monty discussed. The main thing, we brought him on the show to talk horse racing with us. The Kentucky Derby is this Saturday. Um, The main event is at 3.57 Pacific Standard Time. Tune in, 3 o'clock. Tune in to check out the scene, see what's going on. Take a look at the, you know, the outfits. Get a get a good good feel for what's going on at Churchill Downs in Louisville. And also keep an eye on horse number 17, Derma Sotagaki. Last year, when we brought Monty onto the show, he predicted some good horses to place. Obviously, well, it might not be so obvious if you're not a horse fan. But last year, the horse that won, nobody predicted was going to win. This horse came in with like 50 to 1 odds and beat everybody. So it was a huge shock to the world of horse racing. But this year, Monty's predicting that the horse number 17, Derma Sotagaki, Japanese horse, is going to come into Kentucky and win the whole damn thing. That horse has 10 to 1 odds. That horse just won a Saudi Arabian race last month. So think of the Kentucky Derby, but in Saudi Arabia. That horse took it last month effortlessly. No issues at all, as Monty says. So he's very confident that the Japanese horse, Derma Sotagaki, wins it all. Now, the Canelo fight, Saturday night. Canelo is fighting John Ryder. Andres says John Ryder's a nobody. I don't agree with that. You have to be a somebody to get in the ring with Canelo. The interesting thing about this fight, it's taking place in Guadalajara, Mexico, home of Canelo Alvarez. The over on this fight is eight and a half rounds. Monty thinks that the over will hit. Monty thinks that this fight will go nine rounds or more because he said boxing needs the ratings. Andres thinks that Canelo makes quick work of Ryder and knocks him out in the first few rounds. So Andres is taking the under. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Obviously, the Lakers are playing all weekend against the Warriors. That series just opened up yesterday with Lakers winning the first game. Thursday is game two. Saturday is game three. I asked Monty, what? is the secret for the Lakers to advance and beat Golden State. He came back with Austin Reeves needs to deliver. Get Austin Reeves involved in the offense more. If Austin Reeves gets you 15 to 20 points a game, Lakers win that series no problem. Andres says the key to the Lakers beating the Warriors is Anthony Davis staying healthy and having his way in the paint. Now, moving along to hockey. These guys love hockey. I like hockey, not as much as them. 
And I asked them straight up, who do you think is winning the Stanley Cup? Monty said the Golden Knights are winning the Stanley Cup. Andres is loving the Seattle Kraken. In fact, the Seattle Kraken play Sunday night. The Seattle Kraken are an expansion team. This is their second year in NHL hockey. And they just won their first game of that series. So come Sunday night, they are going to be up two games to nothing over the Dallas Stars. Or that series is going to be tied 1-1. No matter what, everybody knows how much Seattle rides with their teams Sunday night, that place is going to be electric. It's going to be a sight to see. I always say this, if you haven't watched any hockey at all, Sunday night, 6.30 p.m., the Seattle Kraken, that is the time to get started. Some bold predictions for this week. Andres predicted that the Golden State Warriors beat my Lakers Thursday night by seven or more points. Of course, I took that bet because the Lakers are winning tomorrow night. So that's bold enough for me. My bold prediction was that Austin Reeves drops 30 points or more Thursday night. Monty's bold prediction was that Jalen Brown, I didn't know this about Monty. Apparently, he's a huge Celtics fan. I don't know how that happened. The kid was born and raised here in Los Angeles, but he loves the Celtics. His hero Jalen Brown is going to score 35 points or more Friday night. So there you have it. Again, big apology to Monty. He took the time out of his day to be on the show, to speak with us. For some reason, the program messed up. Maybe it was my microphone on my computer. I'm not too sure why, but the segments did not record at all. So I'm doing this segment, this recap from my phone. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the show. I apologize that it was cut short. I promise next week we'll be back. We'll get it fixed. We'll do whatever it takes to get you guys the proper full show. But have a great weekend. If you're going to place any bets this weekend, good luck. And we will see you next week.